Hello friends, thank you so much for joining me. My name is Tanya Fornerod and I am the owner of two waxing studios here in Denver as well as a fairly new e-commerce business called Just the Strip. Well, as some of you might know, I've been talking about starting a podcast for quite some time and I decided today's the day. So here we go. I figured I'd start from the very beginning and share my journey with you guys and continue on and explain how I got from A to B and hopefully how I'm going to get to C. So anyhow, I've been an esthetician for close to 20 years and I was living in North Carolina with two young boys and really wanting to get out of the house and do something for myself. So one day I was out getting my hair cut and thought to myself, this seems like a fun industry to be a part of. Everybody's giggling, they're having a good time, you're making people feel beautiful and making great money. Those all seem to be great things to start my new career in aesthetics. So I decided to join and start at a local community college where they had an aesthetics program. So learned a little bit, learned a lot about what not to do more than I learned about what to do. And I think a lot of us have experienced that in beauty school, whether you've gone for aesthetics or you've gone for cosmetology. I think we all understand that it's kind of, you know, we're in a place where we're just paying for the hours and we're going to learn when we get out of school. I do wish that was different. I think there are some really great schools out there and a lot that are just kind of skating by. And that's unfortunate because this industry is such a fun, beautiful industry and an industry where a lot of people who may have gone to college, may not have gone to college like myself, wanted to do something quick that made my heart sing and made me feel good and I could be around other people, but I wanted to learn how to do it right. And unfortunately, that was not my experience in school. My experience in school resulted in one of my last days there having the dean of the school and security show up to basically remove me from campus. You're probably wondering why. Well, I can tell you that for me, I like to do things right. I live my life by integrity and truth. And when my teacher had asked me to save money, we should wash our disposable gloves along with our facial sponges. Something just didn't sit right with me. Here we are paying thousands of dollars to be educated, to go past the state board and to get out in the world and make sure that we are taking care of our customers. And then here's the school asking me to not do that. So I did go to the dean and pulled her aside and kind of shared my concerns with her. Well, the next day I showed up ready to get my papers signed and get out of there and head to Colorado as we were moving like the next day. And the dean and the security guard, they had a piece of paper there for me that they wanted me to sign. And they wanted me to basically sign this saying that I wouldn't report them to the state board or they were not going to give me my hours. So I made the decision to go ahead and just move on and chalk it up to just a 
crappy experience, to be honest. And was I really going to change the ways of this school or the state board in North Carolina in two days? No, I needed to get to Colorado and start my aesthetic journey. So that's what I did. Landed here in Colorado, and again, like I said, two young boys. I was married at the time to my youngest son's father, and commuting. I, I was looking for a job in a place called Cherry Creek here in Denver, and that's kind of an up-and-coming, or it was at the time, an up-and-coming kind of ritzy area, an area where I really wanted to plant myself as a new esthetician to make sure that I really set myself up for success. So I was commuting to this job. I think there were days when it would be snowing two hours each way. So that's how devoted I was, and I loved it. And I remember early on, and this is kind of a lesson in life for me, and I share this a lot with a lot of employees that come our way who feel like they need to split their time between multiple jobs. You know, when you have one foot in one space and, and another foot in another one, you're never going to be entirely successful at what you're doing at that time. So I was always a server. I could serve really well. I knew that I could make good money in a restaurant. So there was another little business, well, a very nice business called Cherry Creek Grill right next door to this um, place called Glow in Cherry Creek. Well, Glow only had time for me to come in one day a week, maybe two days a week. And Cherry Creek Grill wanted me to kind of do the same. I just had this feeling that I needed to commit to what I wanted to do, that if I continued down that path of always you know, spreading myself too thin and never fully diving in, that my, the reflection of that would be that I wouldn't be successful in either spot, right? So I took a leap of faith and I just decided to be available at GLOW in case anybody called in sick, in case anything changed. Well, that paid off because one of their top estheticians decided to leave and I stepped right in and took a handful of her clients and was very successful my first year as an esthetician. So my first year as an esthetician, and this is kind of unheard of these days where the 50% commission is long gone. You're not going to see that anymore. And I was thankful for it. There weren't a lot of estheticians out there, so it made sense at the time. I was making 50% commission and my first year as an esthetician in a new city, I made $70,000 and I could not believe it. That was my first year. So the sky was the limit. The potential was just oozing out of me where I'm thinking, what else can I do with this? Well, I'm an entrepreneur. I didn't realize it probably until I left Glow. And I realized I'm just not destined to work for other people. I'm a creator, I love organization, I love systems, and I love imagining something and watching it grow and actually come into fruition. That is probably one of the most rewarding things for me, which has definitely led me down the path and this journey of where I am today. So that was really fun, and everything was going really great, and I... (laughs) I'm a nail biter, or I have been a nail biter in the past. I know it's so gross when you think about it. I don't do it anymore. However, I was biting my nails and being an esthetician, and I ended up getting a really bad hangnail in my right hand, and I'm right-handed on my index finger, and it got so bad 
that I was out of work for eight weeks and I had to go to the infectious disease doctor, had to have it packed and opened up. And it was super painful and super frustrating because you can imagine when we are out, when we're estheticians, we're not making any money, which hence again, why my dream was to own my own business. And I wanted to make sure that I had other estheticians working for me so that I could make money even if I got sick, right? That's the whole point. How do we grow? How do we create freedom in, in our lives? So anyways, eight weeks, I almost lost my finger and my doctor gave me basically 24 hours. He's like, if you do not get better within this next 24 hours, I'm going to have to amputate your finger. So you can imagine the thoughts that were going through my head. I was not going to be a four-fingered um, esthetician. I just couldn't do it. So thank God he came in and saved the day and I was able to heal, move through that. In that time though, this is the interesting part. When we have turmoil and when we have things that happen in our lives, it pushes us to the next step, right? So for me, that next step was opening up my own studio and my mom at the time had also been going to aesthetic school because she saw how well I was doing. So she's like, heck, I'm going to do this. So she was trying, you know, changing careers and she was super excited. So in the meantime, my mom and I and my dad, who's a builder, we were building out our first spa. So that spa was called Arvilla Skincare and Spa. And Arvilla was my grandmother's middle name. And we opened up our villa. It was about a, we started out small and we continued to grow and we ended up being three rooms, retail. It was beautiful. And something really special for me is my grandfather, he's since passed and my grandmother actually passed when I was two. He got to be there for the opening and the ribbon cutting. And it was so cool. And I get emotional about it because he's gone. And um, that was just a really special time in my life to get to share that with him and he got to see that his wife's name was on our on our on our sign like just a really special thing so that was how that came into fruition sorry to get emotional my goodness I am very raw just so you guys know for those of you who do not know me you will probably hear me cry multiple times because I'm so thankful for this beautiful life that God's blessed me with and that's why I'm here wanting to share it with all of you so our villa was doing really well. Um, you know, my mom and dad and I, we definitely had some hiccups in that journey. And, you know, my recommendation is when you are going into business with family, just have very clear boundaries and very clear expectations. It's very important. And that's all I'm going to say in regards to going into business with family in this particular podcast. So we actually... You know, at that time, with my boys being young and commuting, I decided to move to a, a town, you know, move closer to Denver into a little suburb. And that was really fun. I spent many, many years there. And that's where I saw this community of women who didn't want to leave their kids and they wanted to do waxing. And it was seven miles was too far for them. They wanted to stay in their neighborhood. So I captured that audience and I opened up another business called The Wax House. And I actually opened that up in my home. And I did that from 2007 
until 2013. And I worked every day at home. I would like do laundry. I would bake cookies. People got to come in. I mean, I, I advertised on Yelp. I advertised on Google. It was a really special time. And I did very, very, very well for myself for all of those years. And getting to be home with my boys was a really big part of that for me. So in that side of things, you guys, I was averaging anywhere between $120,000 to $130,000 a year. And I'd be working maybe 30 to 40 hours a week. And I loved it because I got to be home for my children. I was a single mom. I was successful. I was able to contribute to their lives. And that meant a lot to me. So so this time in my life was really special. I had always dreamed about creating a comfortable space for my boys where they could do elementary school all the way through high school and not feel like they got to, you know, had to move around a ton. So this time in my life was all about spending my time with my family and growing my business and not being consumed with the business. And that was really special. So so this time for my boys and I was really special and I'm very thankful for the opportunity. With that being said, there was a small part of me that wanted something more, something bigger. I loved connecting with guests. However, going back to being solely responsible to provide for your family and understanding and knowing that at any time you could get hurt, which I've had my fair share of health issues, it really can put a damper on your finances. And so in the back of my mind, I still had big dreams. I still wanted to do more. And I'm going to go back again to having one foot in one spot and one foot in another. My heart wasn't calling to continue to do these services at home. I wanted to do more. So I was approached by a friend of mine, Hillary, uh, we didn't know one another at the time. She had just heard of me and heard of my waxing. And she owns a really wonderful school here in Denver called the School of Botanical and Medical Aesthetics. So she had reached out and she's like, I've heard that you're like the waxing queen in Denver. Would you be interested in coming and doing training for us? So it was something new. I could do it and not completely, you know, dive into it, make sure that I really loved teaching and I did. It was a really fun time for me. And I felt like there was a calling there, not necessarily to make money teaching people, just the connecting and growing and teaching is what feeds me. So I wasn't completely fed there because I knew that I wanted to do more and I wanted to have my own businesses. So I just did one class there. And during that time, is when we decided to open up our waxing studio and I was still operating out of the home. And that story is a whole new story. So I wanna save that for a future podcast with you guys. So I'm just gonna stop with this, talking about operating out of my home, knowing that I wanted more and my boys were getting older. and. So I just started to think about it and put myself out there and dream about it. And 
one night out to dinner with my husband, we walked by a space in the historic Larimer Square district of Denver, and that's a whole new story. So stay tuned. And thank you again, everyone, for just taking the time and listening and being a part of this journey with me. And I hope you enjoy my stories and how I got here. And I look forward to sharing more and diving in deeper to very specific things with each one of you. Let me know what else you'd like to hear about. And I'm happy to talk. Talk to you soon and have a great day. Thank you again, friends, for taking the time to listen to my story and where I started from and where I've been and where I'm headed. I love having you here. I'm excited for the future. And please find us on Spotify at the School of Wax and tell all of your friends. I hope you have a beautiful, blessed day 